You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Kindred Spirits Podcast here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Uh, this is a new configuration for you. Uh, I'm John. I have with me Brian, normally producer Brian, but now co-host Brian. Brian, thanks for uh, filling in, man. Always happy to be here. Um, less happy when I have to talk about teams performing poorly. Uh, I, I, I much enjoy listening to to you and Ted suffer through it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I'm, I'm here with you. Um, I'll be your, your therapist, uh, lay down on the couch, John, and, um, (laughs) and, uh, and, and tell me, tell me your woes. Spirit or DC United, there is in fact no escape from poor play and disappointing results this year, unfortunately. Uh, what's, I guess we should do this, we, you know, let's follow protocol here. Uh, (laughs) Brian, how was your Father's Day weekend? Um, it was, it was okay. Uh, my, my daughter was sick, feeling better now, uh, not COVID because we had that last month. Um, That's but, so uh, last month. Yeah. Um, it was very relaxing, um, did as little as humanly possible while still being awake. Um, so I will take that a win. Uh, how about you, John? Uh, yeah, I had COVID because it, it, that is current, unfortunately, and not last last month. Uh, my I think my child, I know for certain my child... My child's been in daycare two weeks, uh, and then the second week she gives us the wonderful gift of COVID that we have avoided for uh, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I can tell you that it's not enjoyable. It's not horrible if you are relatively young and relatively healthy and fully vaccinated. I think you, you've been through it. It's, on, it's not the best, but it's sort of just an annoyance that you would wish that it would go away. There's a little bit of scratch in your, in your lungs, and it's just not nice. But, uh, yeah, other than that, Father's Day was was pretty mellow because again everyone is uh, spewing virus. But <laughs> yeah, we're done with that now. We we got to watch DC United get uh, beaten uh, in Chicago, and we also got to watch the Washington Spirit once again snatch a draw from the jaws of victory against a team that you really hope they were going to get three points against, and that, a team that Ted and I talked last week said there are a million games coming up, but if if any. You got to make sure you win against Racing Louisville because they are not a good team. Well, well, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, they did not. Two-two no. draw. Segerfield, the curse continues, uh, but the spirit were unable. <laughs> the spirit's tie curse is alive and well, so it's Uh Yeah, no, it is. Uh, Segra is not helping. Their completely dilapidated roster is not helping. This time, however, the spirit gave played a first choice lineup. Uh, Bledsoe, Sonnet, Sanchez, Andy, Rodman, Hatch all played from the start with O'Hare coming in at halftime. Uh, so uh, that cannot be necessarily the reason. Although, you know, the team had a 2 nothing, uh halftime lead when all the players were f- still somewhat fresh and able to, you know, impart their will upon a racing Louisville side who had no answers in the first half. Uh, but, you know, they just couldn't hold on. So let's get into the specifics uh, two goal lead at halftime. Uh, the Washington Spirit outshot Louisville twenty six to eight, which is pretty much par for the course. The Spirit will throw shots on goal. Uh, they're not uh, they're not keeping goals out of the net on very few mm-hmm. chances this year, but they are certainly trying. Uh, and they had eight corners to race in Louisville's one. So that's 
so that's a, if you look at those stats, you're assuming that's a victory, uh, and it should have been. Uh, this is Louisville's first win against Washington in four tries. They had previously lost the previous three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, that's why we looked at this game and said, no matter what, you got to get you got to get a point here. You got to you get three points here, right? Because you've just had such a tough run. You've been a you've been a draw machine, uh, and right now you're outside of the playoff picture. So that's not good. Uh, th- we'll talk about the goals that did occur in the first half. Uh, Rodman scores uh, in the 34th minute off a great through ball from Sanchez. She takes it perfectly. Uh, Rodman tends to push the ball very far towards the end line and, and, and put herself in an angle at which I think she cannot score. Mm-hmm. And then she scores. She does this pretty regularly. She's very comfortable from that angle. So clearly I don't know. I should just shut up and be happy when she's dribbling the ball towards the end line. It's probably going to score. Uh, but she did in this case. Second goal, very shortly after, uh, a, a, a cross from Bogalski, who finds Ashley Hatch inside the six, heads the ball uh, to Katie Lund. Katie Lund spills it, and Maddie Elwell gets her first goal uh, of her career on a, on a tap-in, uh, on, a, on a rebound there. She looked very good in the first half, by the way. That's another player who had... Uh, you would have said at the beginning of the season was pretty far down the depth chart, uh, but she she appeared and she she scored and that's all you could ask for really off a, uh, a two nothing lead at halftime. You got to feel pretty good. Yep, and then uh, nothing of note happened in the Man. second half, and everybody right. went home happy, right, John? That's exactly how it went. Uh, unfortunately, that is uh, that is not the outcome. Uh, Nadia Nadim, Doctor Nadia Nadim uh, of of Racing Louisville. Scored her first goal off a give and go with Jess McDonald. Just one of those, uh, just one of those passing triangles that makes you very upset as a DC, as a as a Washington Spirit fan. Sort of watching it, defensive players looking like cones. Sam mm-hmm. Stop getting pulled out of position. Uh, finishes her run. You know, good goal, but also really just really really uh, lax defending. Uh, just sort of missing that sort of. Uh, player taking charge defensively to get the ball out of the danger. And then, unfortunately, in the 89th minute, she scores again. This time, mm-hmm. uh, Bogalski fails to win a header uh, after Sonnet loses her mark and Nadim nods it past Bledsoe. Another assist for Jess McDonald, who was dangerous uh, all game, even though she didn't score. What a, what a player. Amazing that they got her from North Carolina. Uh, and that she's been so impactful so far for a team that again, not high up, not high up the table. Generally not, a, generally not a super successful team. Uh, but they were once again the spirit. It's not, you know, it's not a lack of killer instinct. It's not about tactics necessarily. Although you could have some qualms about sort of defensive shape at the end of these games, they're just tired, man. Yeah, the legs are gone, and the players that are coming in in the in the last thirty minutes are not up to snuff and they're not, you know, in, in years past, you're working down that roster going to the bottom and players are able to, because it's just one or two of them coming in, they're able to sort of bring up their level to the players around them and, you know, do the job. But when you have a line change and your whole defense is being swapped out other than Sam Staub, and this has happened numerous times, you've got Amber Brooks back there, you got Morgan Goff back there, you've got other players who you would not put in a starting 11 or even in an 18 if you had your full roster comp- complement. And, you know, you just can't hold out. And they're not. And it, this, the season is, uh, what did I say this? 
after this game, after this upcoming game, they're at the midpoint of their schedule this season. Wow. Which is crazy because it's June 21st. And they're going to be playing for months and months and months. But based on the number of games they've played, they're already halfway. That's so, ridiculous. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Jason Anderson asked Chris Ward after the game if there's plans to sign players in the summer window. And he said yes. Um, we called for they that last to. week. We called for that last week. They signed six players to temporary deals, national team replacement deals. Uh, that's not going to cut the mustard, though, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, they need they need some difference makers. Unfortunately, I don't know how much room they have in their salary cup, salary cap, not salary cup. Uh, that that will be remains to be seen. Oil Rain is out here signing Netherlands national team players and every winger available. Uh, the Spirit have got to make a move here, or they're going to become irrelevant this season, which it just shouldn't be with the strength, the the top end strength of this roster. It just right. shouldn't be the case. Uh, so, spirit, so, so with with that in mind, John, you know, if if you're if you're Chris Ward and you're looking at how this team has performed in the first half of the season, where are the areas that you think uh, where there's the pitch that you know? Let's say you're going to go out and sign uh, two players you you hope to make an impact. Um, what are your top two areas that that you're addressing if you're Chris Ward or looking to address? I am Tara McKeown, if she's healthy-ish and she's going to come back, I will roll the dice with her as my backup for Ashley Hatch Mm -hmm. because you have to in certain places. Uh, For me, it's all about, too, it's about some of the players who have been out. Gabby Vincent continues to be out, has been out all season. You need a defensive midfielder help because you have Jordan Baggett injured. You have... uh, uh, you have other players I'm not remembering right now. There's there's multiple midfielders that would normally be starting mm-hmm. who are injured and not playing. Uh, I would sign a right back. Okay. Kelly O'Hara cannot be depended on for the amount of minutes you need. Uh, and I would sign a defensive midfielder if I only had two. That is, offensively, this team is going to be okay and has been okay. It's just about keeping goals out and having the ability to sort of uh, make a sub for a player that you feel comfortable with being on the field. That's where they've really come short. I, mm-hmm. That's not sexy or exciting, uh, but that's really where they need the help. Of course, you could look at the fact that they have a run of three games here in July and they will not have nine of their players or eight of their players. Uh, and all of those players are, are the entire offense essentially. So, you know, maybe you'd maybe you'd say you need to ha- make a move there, but that's a move that would be only for this month, right? Uh, and and I think you've got to look a little bit longer term. Even when those players get back, you still have weaknesses in the midfield and in defensively. So that's probably what I would do. I I don't know if it's the way they'll go. Uh, they certainly don't have a lot of attack on the bench. Uh, they don't really have anything on the bench. I'm you know they're they're doing their best, but mm-hmm. it's just they're just there isn't enough bodies that with experience and the skills that they need it's just it's a tough it's a tough situation yeah uh so the spirit don't play again until july 3rd so that for them this is like a the longest vacation in world history <laughs> they'll actually have time to hopefully get these player these six new players uh sort of bled in with the team because they're gonna have to play a part these players aren't coming to, to sit on the bench unfortunately they will be likely some of them will be playing in these three games. 
Uh, but they play July 3rd away to San Diego, who's currently first in the entire league with 18 points. Um, Washington has nine, just for reference. No one would have assumed a expansion team would be doing so well. But then again, maybe people would not have assumed Alec Morgan would have 11 goals in 10 games, uh, which she does. Mm-hmm. Uh Luckily, she'll not be playing with them. She'll be with the national team, like all of our seven players. Uh, but And she's pretty much their entire offense. Taylor Korniak also apparently, depending on injury, may get a call up. If that's the case, they only, they have uh, one goal. <laughs> the leading goal scorer for the players that are left is one. I don't want to say, I don't. I think that might be the case for the Spirit, too. Though, so I, don't, <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. Um, it might it, it, it might be that uh, that that one from uh, oh this this last game so yeah that's right she might be the leading, <laughs> she might be the golden the golden boot uh, threat for the spirit so yeah I mean there are there are three games in July that they're going to have to deal with this shorthanded situation Chris Ward if he gets I don't know let's talk points here so they're at they're at nine. They're out of the playoffs. They're out of the playoff hunt right now. I think, you know, you're playing San Diego. I want to make sure I get to bring up the schedule. They're playing um, San Diego first. That's the that's the game that's coming up uh, on the third. Then they are playing uh, Kansas City Current at home at Segra, Orlando Pride in Audi, and then they'll and then they'll have the players back after that. Uh, Orlando has been pretty poor this season. The problem is that everyone, I mean, uh, so have the spirit. So like <laughs> normally I pick like, I pick like bad teams that we're going to beat up on. Uh, and we just played one of them and we didn't beat them. So as these things go, aside from the wave who are somehow magically good this year, uh, Kansas city and Orlando are the teams you'd want to come up against. Mm-hmm. You could maybe steal a win in one of these games, depending on who can come back healthy. Bailey Feist is going to be huge for this team. Uh, she'll, she's basically the only creative player left on the team uh, for these three games. So she's going to play 90 minutes every game, and she's going to be hopefully, uh, you know, finding finding someone's head. Tara McKeown hopefully is 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 as well. Hopefully Tania Alexander can play and make a difference. She's she's looked good in small spurts. Uh, it's just it's going to be so tough, man. I don't I don't know. I'm hope I'm hoping for three points out of out of, out of nine. That's really that f- four would be ideal, three would be probably what I assume that we'll get out of the out of those three games. Yeah, I'm 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 with you there. You know, I I think you expect to go on the road to San Diego and and probably um, not walk out of there with much. Um, you look at the the game at Kansas City uh, with Kansas City at Segra, and you just want to get out of there with enough players left on your squad. Right to to play uh, a week later against Orlando, um, and I think there's enough collective maybe energy between this team and Orlando in the past. Yeah, I, I think that's a game. If there's a game that I see the Spirit winning, I think it's that game. I think that they can kind of get up for that game, get the crowd, get the get the feeling of Audi behind them. Um, but yeah, it, it's not a promising outlook um you know given the the number of players that are going to be missing from the spirit on international duty and you know i think at the beginning of the season even with the press schedule you'd have looked with hey you know 
we're going to have these players and and they're going to get us to a point where we can get by for these three games in July without them. And instead, you're looking at, hey, we really need these games without them at a time, you know, maybe we can try and leverage the fact that these other teams have players missing to try and claw our, our, you know, our way back into the playoff picture. And, um, you know, you just, after seeing um, these players run ragged over the last couple of months, you just wonder, you know, hey, in the middle of July, uh, 90, you know, to 100 degrees, um, <coughs> h- how much are they going to be able to put out there on the field? I'm counting 12, 13 players on this roster, not counting the people who are signed in who are able-bodied uh, and will be available. Uh, Nicole Barnhart likely to start. It's either her or Devin Kerr. Barnhart made the bench last week. Kerr didn't. I don't know if that means anything. But mm-hmm. that was a thing I hadn't thought about, the fact that uh, Aubrey is also one of the players being called in. So you've got yep. you've got a backup goalkeeper in there. Sam Staub from the, from the starting lineup will still be there. Uh, Taylor Elmer. Avery Collins is injured. Tara McKeown has been injured. Hopefully she's back. Jordan Baggett injured. Uh, Bailey Feist will be playing, so another another starting 11 player. Morgan Goff, Julia Rotter, another starting 11 player. So you got two players in defense who you'd normally have in your first choice 11. Um, Morgan Goff available. Tonight Alexander available. Dorian Bailey was the other player I was talking about before who, who would have been a midfielder that you would have expected to start and has been injured. Gabby Vincent has been injured. Anna Halfordy will be back in time. She's playing for the under 20s, under 23 for the women's U.S. national team. Congrats to her. Uh, but she'll be back for, she'll miss no games, which is uh, excellent news for this team. Amber Brooks will likely start in defense. Uh, Audrey Harding will probably play. Alia Martin will might make her first appearance. And Maddie Elwell, as was mentioned before, will probably play. Uh, Cameron Bogalski will probably also play in defense. So, yeah, man, it's going to be – this is three games they've got to get through with this patchwork roster and mm-hmm. not – and not. I think one goal. I think you were, you were joking before, but looking at, this, looking at this list of players, I believe that it's correct uh, as far as leading scores of players who are left. Anna Halfordy is going to have to do some magic. And uh, Sam Staub and, uh, and uh, Julie Rod are going to have to lead uh, on that field. Mm-hmm. And try to keep that defense together because they're going to have Nicole Barnhart is a is a veteran. If it's her, she's older than I am by four years, so that she's now my favorite player. I'm glad that she's like almost like a player coach. Uh, but she is a player. They're they're, they're going to have to just. Uh, it's just bumming me out. <laughs> it's just bumming me out. I was all it's doing as I look at this roster, but they can only do what they can do. Let's uh, let's make a prediction. They're playing San Diego in two weeks. Uh, I don't believe we'll probably not have a Kindred Spirit show next week in the offseason. We may, we may, depending on national team action, if they're playing it, I don't think they are. So we might just take a break. Everyone can just relax. And we can we can also recover, just like the players need to recover. Uh, but against a Alex Morgan-less San Diego, uh, potentially a Taylor Corniak-less San Diego, First place side against a extremely makeshift lineup for Washington Spirit away. How do you see this going? Um, you know, I 
I don't see it going well. Um, <laughs> I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three one San Diego. Wow. Um, I they're, think their leading new leading score will result. Uh, yes. From, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I just I just have a feeling that they're not gonna be hurt nearly as much as we are. Even though it's gonna be on the back end, I think that there's gonna be enough inexperience in the spirit side um you know one both to have a little bit of a surprise and, and put one in um but uh but yeah i, I think uh this will be a game where the spirit can get exposed yeah i think i was originally gonna go zero zero but then i was thinking about the spirit played a largely reserved side in their one preseason game against kansas city and i think lost five nothing Something like that. With many of the players who will be starting in this game, uh, I, I should hasten to add, I don't believe San Diego is going to be a big goal threat without Alex Morgan on the field. But I also don't see us scoring more than one at most uh, with this lineup. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. Okay. Uh, and Riss is going with the Anna Helferty goal. I like the vibes. I don't know who else is going to do it. Tara McKeown, there are so many question marks, and I'm definitely going to make sure to be on the Spirit media call this week because i got to know what sort of summoning they're doing on the trainer's table to get some of these players <laughs> back. It just like, Gabby Vincent, I know I know you have a quad problem. We're going we're gonna to put you on one of those knee rollers, and you'll just like scoot around the field because that's kind of where <laughs> we're at right now. So, yeah, I think 1-1 I think one, one is a realistic outcome for that one. Fair, fair. Folks... It's not It's not a sunny time. It's not a happy time. Uh, it could have been. This should have been, this should have been a, a 2-1, 2 nothing victory that we could have really hung our hats on going into this break. Unfortunately, just like so many games this season, the Spirit leave with less than they should have, uh, and, and the fans have to sort of just cope uh, once again. So hopefully... You guys can find uh, some breaks, some mental, some mental relaxation, particularly for uh, Spirit Squadron folks who are attending these games and having to see this in person. Uh, I know that takes a lot out of you, uh, but you know we we persist. I think that there's a chance that if we get past this month and are not in last place and and first place, not first place, but the the playoffs are in reach and the team makes the the reinforcements that they're promising, you know, anything can happen. We just got to get into the playoffs and this team, we all know, we all know the talent is there and yes. they got to get healthy and they got to get rested. And then it's just a matter of rolling. So stay, stay, uh, stay hopeful. Uh, we can't have everyone be like DC United fans. So we need <laughs> at least half of the fan bases that we, that we talk to to be marginally optimistic. So, we will probably not catch you next week, probably catch you in two weeks, which would be after the San Diego game. So I wish all of you guys a, uh, you know, re- relaxing break. <laughs> and uh, I, I hope you all uh, stay healthy, unlike the, the ho- most of the hosts of this show. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Vamos. Vamos.